the just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Cause it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. You had a big show to play? Uh, last night? Yeah. Yeah, I was at uh, down at a place called Soho, which used to be the... Ah. Let's see if I can do this in succession. Um, the <laughs> Dancing Bear... Um, Wally and Bernie's whiskeys. Uh, that's probably not in the right order, but uh, don't forget cahoots. Cahoots. So no, that's right. That was that was between probably the Dancing Bear right. and Wally and Bernie's. Were or, you at a political function? <clears throat> I I was hired to do a job, and I did a job. I, that's uh, <laughs> right. We can't talk about that. Oh. <laughs> Although we talked about it on my my show. Yes, yes. He's also an assassin. Who is John? <laughs> For hashish. He had to do a job. Oh right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was a hired gun. Um, <laughs> but there was good news that night, so I'm sure the show went off fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, again, I was I was there to do a job. It was, yes. I wasn't there in a political capacity at all. Okay. I was there in a musical capacity. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I had a big show last night, and there, there was a great turnout, and it's great to see the people. I, you know, I'm not somebody who knocks on doors or makes phone calls or any of that in the political arena. Um, it, it, that I've been asked to so far, I, I it, it's it seems to me have brought me a little bit more. Uh, um, headaches than uh, than pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> in, in every direction and on every level of politics. You know, we are not uh, the Sean Hannity show or the uh, well, Rachel Maddow show. Sure. So. <laughs> Would you say like you are um, a beneficiary of the Connerton bump? I, I believe I am. I in fact uh, I mm. was called actually by the uh, proprietor of uh, Soho. Um, out of the blue, um, and I've actually asked around, and I've not asked uh, Thomas, the fellow Thomas and Barry who run the place over there. Uh, so I may have been. Um, uh-huh. You know, I humbly accept. Accept likely. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, w- but it was a good thing for me. You know, I, I got my check at the end of the night, and I was well fed, and had a a bunch of friends, and made a bunch of friends, and talked. I, I think I can't talk about the folks at Inklink. Is that? Oh, sure. Yeah. Possible? Okay. Of course, the the yeah. folks at uh, Inklink, uh, Mrs. Robito, um, Carol. Carol Robito. Yeah, she uh, introduced her herself Carol, to me yeah. and. You can call it Carol. Okay, well, I had forgotten her first name. That's why I said Mrs. Rhoda. Ah, yes. <laughs> Could be Miss or Ms. I don't know. That's true. But um, I, I got to meet them last night, and uh, I guess if you peek on Inklink, I'll be on there, and you can probably oh, good. do the Scooby-Doo and fit the pieces of the puzzles and find out who the meddling kids were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Oh, they're sly. We were wondering where the food would be. We found out another candidate wasn't having a party. Ah. So we just went to a Mexican, the Mexican joint we've been on yeah, the west yeah. side. Then. Yep. Yeah, we had, you know, we, we just partied there ourselves. Oh. This was Ward Ten. That's a good place yeah. to go. Yeah, but absolutely. yes, indeed, I, I had a big gig Point last night, and it, it was a neat place to play. You know, I'm uh, used to playing in either rough and tumble bar rooms or very, you know, pleasant bar rooms uh, like our good folks across the street here at Hopknot. Uh, no riffraff over there. Um, 
But uh, I had a, I had a good time last night, and I, I was blessed to kind of get a, a, an independent gig rather than my residency. Excellent, excellent. And of course, you uh, you are at the Hop Knot Friday night, correct? Yes, I am at the Hop Knot uh, Friday night. Do you have breaking news bulletin uh, bumper music of any type? Yeah, why are well, you? Uh, do you have breaking I, news? I, about I have that? I have a big announcement to make. Well, Hit me. Uh, yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. My, my name is Mike Sutterth, and um, also over across the street here at the Hop Knot, I do present myself as Mr. Grant Lampton. And uh, I have an announcement to make, and this is uh, to me, it's big news, and it's not bad news, it's not good news. But Ooh. I am announcing an uh, upcoming sabbatical here from the Hop Knot. Oh, but Kenny, who I do love, and his mother and his family. I am going to be taking at least the month of October off. Uh, uh, beneficial between Kenny and I um, so he can explore some different options on Fridays and I need to um, learn some new music number one and perhaps write some new music so this Friday the 24th uh, you're listening in my listening audience our listening audience if you'd like to come see me and say farewell and shake my hand I'm positive I will be back uh, I'm just going to take some time off here to uh, again learn some new music Oh. And, and Kenny needs to share. I, I've been there for the better part of two years. Yeah. Um, and it's been nothing but good news uh, other than a couple of knucklehead friends of mine who've blown through and th- <laughs> thrown a bar grass or two, which is, that's not that type of place. Uh, right. Which has nothing to do with uh, my decision or Kenny's decision. But um, uh, this Friday, the 24th, will be my uh, sabbatical show. I don't want to say farewell because right. he's a dear friend of mine as well as the families and, and one of your first and I believe in great sponsors mm-hmm. um, and much love and respect to the hop knot. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, yeah, this Friday, the 24th at about seven fifteen PM, I'm going to go on and say goodbye to uh, the hop knot for just a little while here. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, it's uh, Movember's coming up. I got to grow the mustache out and maybe uh, grow my hair out a little bit. And yeah, I don't know, get a tattoo and adopt a dog. I don't know what's going to happen, but wow. um, well, you, it, hand, you handle getting fired with class and dignity. <laughs> Bastard. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> no, it was a mutual agreement. The high road. Oh. Uh, the, yeah, take the high road. Oh no! <laughs> if I ever wish to be back, I better say good things. Right. No, no, that it, you know, it, it was you know, presented to me and in a very classy way. As uh, you know, yeah. Ken, Kenneth is a hell of a good guy. And of course, so, of course. You know, he said, "Hey, let's try some new things." And uh, yeah. I have to tell you, the last Friday I played here this past Friday. I, I was a little bit frustrated. You know, I've got f- probably four hours of total catalog music, and uh, I've heard it all. The people who have been kind enough to come see me have heard it all. Um, even, uh, you know, when I come play here at Rob Acevedo's show, um, most of the audience is Don't heard bring the, me into it. Yeah. Gonzo's Gon- 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 an impressionist. I don't know if you knew that. I was going to say, I thought he was in Carolina, man. Gonzo? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, so, so it, it's time to mix things up. Uh, it follows the time for like change, and uh, there's been a lot of other changes in uh, areas of my life, and it's a good thing, man. I'm old enough yeah. to know that when the sands shift a little bit, look for the positive. And again, there was no, um, hey, Mike, we can't have you uh, playing this Grateful Dead music anymore. It's putting people off. It yeah, was, yeah. Uh, it was, hey, I want to try something new, and I said, by all means, try something new, and uh, I need the time to to learn some new music. So uh, yeah. I just don't, you know, you want to hear Sweet Caroline one more time? <laughs> Which is a joke. I don't play that. But. Right. Now, Matt, you're starting next week at the Hop Knop with your band? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. We're going is it to be, un- uh, uncircumscribed? We, yes, we've signed a one-year uh, contract. Congrats. Uh, we'll play there every Friday night. Ooh. <laughs> one man leaves, one man enters. That's how it works. <laughs> Two you know, men you enter, should, one man. You should learn What is Love by uh, Halliday. 
Oh, there That's you go. That's a good one. By the, Johnny Halliday, the French pop That'll singer. get you back. There you go. I know it. All the kids. Well, well, this is the type of thing I need to hear. And I, I heard some, I had a couple of crusts last night because there were people I didn't know. And, you know, I had somebody say, hey, do you know any John Denver? You know, there was a, somebody um, an age Ooh. or two older than I am. And I said, I know John Denver. I grew up in Colorado. I'm very familiar with it. But I don't know any John Denver. Christian do I want to learn that? I have to sit down and take the time to say, you know, hey. Let's learn uh, Rocky Mountain High. I don't think he's something. looking for that. Christian <laughs> Neither am I. But is it uh, success? Yeah. I don't think he got ready for um, Denver music. You know. Hey, huh? j- just be glad you were never in a plane with John Denver. But <laughs> um, by the way, uh, Mike Palapita is asking in the chat: Will it be a neck or a face tattoo? <laughs> uh, neither. Uh, oh, okay. I, I always keep. Uh, if you've ever seen me in a T-shirt, even I don't believe you can see much of my ink. I keep uh, tend to keep it in. Uh, the nether regions, or as Howard Stern would say, my private parts. Right. Not on the private parts, R- but right, in, right. in private uh-huh. areas. Good to clarify um, that, yes. yes. So I always thought it was kind of a, <laughs> you know, back when I was a single man, like, hey, you want to see my ink? You got to bring me back to your place and offer me a cup of tea. So Ah. <clears throat> I think but, they call uh, it the Prince Albert. Oh. The, no, that's a piercing. That's, that's oh. a piercing. piercing. Yes. You know, I'm a musician, and I've never had a tattoo or a piercing of any kind. Isn't that strange? That might be the reason for your lack of success. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, my well, God, John. It depends on the era. You know, it always interested me. I, I was a flaming deadhead for 30-plus uh, years. Do and you have the deadhead uh, skull? It, not on my body, I don't. Uh, you know, don't. Um, on several cars uh, growing up. Yeah. But, um, it always occurred to me, you know, Jerry Garcia and Bob Weir never had visible tattoos. Mm. Um, you know, you look at somebody like Neil Young, he never had tattoos. Yeah. So it seems to be more of a 90s... I no, think uh, I don't know. George Schultz, the former Secretary of State, had a tiger on his ass. Oh, no kidding. My, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that sounds like a military school thing. Or it something. does. Oh, it it does. Has, <laughs> I think it's a Yale thing. Oh, Either okay. Yale or Princeton. It was a uh-huh. Ivy League thing. I sounds see. like a Hopwood thing to me. <laughs> no, it's actually true. George Schultz's ass. He's trying Look to tell out. us uh, something. Yeah, I've never even had an earring, which I, I don't know. I think it's unusual. No, you never did the ice cube and the potato in your I never, in high nothing, school? Nothing. Nothing. Not even a little thing nothing wow. yeah when i made the varsity lacrosse team in boarding school that's the first thing we were all required to do is to put an earring in and yeah my boarding father, school better see? than duke lacrosse <laughs> see it's one of those high wasp type of things it, yeah, yeah. It, 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 as a white southern male that's uh, you're narrowing me down pretty close there <laughs> wow but, do you used uh, to have uh, hair down to your shoulders you have uh, the leonard skinnard look well, it wasn't a mullet but yes i, I had yeah. uh, what, what, what we called the surfer bob but you know we were uh, <laughs> we were east stuck in the northern woods of New Hampshire, so of course we called it a surfer bob because right. we couldn't surf. And, uh, <laughs> most of us were named Clinton or you know. <laughs> well, you look great right now. Lost. Thank you. Oh, there yeah. you go. Well, I, I got some good advice um, about middle age uh, to cut my hair and grow a little scruff on my face, and maybe yeah. it would work. And I'm happily married, so I guess it worked. Oh, there you go. If, if she's into aesthetics, I, I didn't ask her. You're an eight. You're an eight today. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm an eight. An eight play, a strong eight. Eight's Co- a good score. Coming I'm a hard from, score. Coming from Gonzo, that's a big compliment. He I, is super judgmental about mm. how dudes look. Yeah. I, I appreciate mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. I see everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already played the music, Mike, so I guess yep. we'll just uh, dive in. What do you uh, have for us this yeah, week? Yeah, sure. So what I thought I would do, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it's humid out today. I get a uh, frog in my throat. It's very I, humid, actually. Yeah. Ooh, we don't go ethnic here. Yeah, easy oh. with the racial slurs there. <laughs> I'm John Claude, you know, no, no anti-French stuff. That's right. That's that, right. That is so '90s, you know. It is. Is you mean? <laughs> but uh, 
<clears throat> Excuse me again. I uh, what I let uh, what I wanted to do in here, and this was on the eve of you, just yesterday. I found out here that I'm going to be taking my sabbatical mm. from um, the Hopknot. I thought I'd talk about music business economics and uh, mm. what to me has been a very you know it, it it's a loser of a, a way to pay the bills in in my experience. Um, and you guys probably have a lot more experience because I I believe it abuts with radio and you know, how folks make a living in radio. But I wanted to dive into that a little bit. Uh, you know, the, the, the stuff that I've dabbled around with here the last couple of years, uh, I had a residency at the Wild Rover over on, help me with the pronunciation, Kosciuszko Street? That's that's close enough. Okay, thank you. Kosciuszko? Um, Kosciuszko, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and the kind people over there, I, I played over there uh, through ownership of three different uh, owners. And... Um, Made some good money and some good friends, and uh, I've, I've, I'll always go back there, and I love the place. Um, but it was never something that I said, okay, I can pay my cell phone bill or pay my mortgage or car payment. It was really pocket money. And uh, I, I figured out a long time ago when I asked my daddy, I said, hey, can I go to Berkeley? <clears throat> he said, sure, you can go to Berkeley. Um, you know, take out some loans, scrape up some money, work hard, and you're more than welcome to go to Berkeley. My dad was fortunate enough to say, or if you want to go to business school, I'm happy to uh, send you to business school and... Um, I think just based on that short conversation with my dad, I decided to go to business school. But uh, as a, you know, music, music has always been in my heart, and I've always wanted to be a guitar player and a musician, and I, I'm still in that position here many, many years later. I want to be a guitar player and a musician. Um, but it's a great hobby. You know, I don't own a Harley or uh, a boat or uh, a, a biplane or anything like that. <clears throat> it figured out to me that I, I figured out rather uh, backwards that you know, I, I, I'll use this as a, as a hobby and make a couple of bucks. That's great. Um, music equipment is expensive, so it's always great to make a couple of bucks. Um, so here I cruise along, and I, I get a residency over at the Wild Rover, which was pretty much my first foothold as a steady thing in Manchester. And uh, I was under the table for a while. and uh, Drunk? You were an alcoholic? Well, this is before I started playing there. This is a, this oh, a, you're taking a, money a, under the table. That's a dual-edged question. No, that's two questions. Um, it was I, I'd been a patron I'm, there for years and years, which is, and they found out I played music. And Anyway, I started playing there, and I was played, paid great bucks, but again, it wasn't something I could say, okay, I'm going to trade in my uh, Toyota for a Lamborghini or anything like that. It, it was uh, pocket money. Pocket money is what it continues to be, and I believe I've accepted what it will always be. Um, uh, but so I went through a couple of tiers of things and then I ran into a new owner at the Wild Rover. If I can mention their name, I, I don't mean to overplug them, uh, but I became a 1099. In other words, we're going to send you a statement at the end of the year. Yeah. So the X amount of dollars, you know, the X, 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 X dollars we're paying you, you better hold on to X and a half to pay Uncle Sam at the end of the year. <clears throat> and that was a new thing for me that, okay, so it's kind of a business, but it's really not worth being a business. But I know Uncle Sam's going to say, okay. You know, let's throw out the figure of, you know, you made $2,000 last year. We need our 800 bucks or, or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, the wolf has not come knocking at my door in that capacity yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there are folks who will write you a check, um, but you don't fill out a 1099. And that's kind of all fuzzy stuff that um, yeah. I think Willie Nelson got in trouble with that, you know, it, it, my level of pay, it's never going to come back to bite me in the behind. But, uh, you know, I think if you're making $2,000 a show that... Uh, it, 12 months later or 48 months later that the, the IRS is going to come and say, we want your money. <clears throat> so those are the kind of, there's under the table, there's 1099, which you do pay your taxes a year later. And then there's this check thing, which again is very fuzzy to me. Mm -hmm. and, and I've dealt in all three realms and 
again, at my level, it, it's, it's nothing. If the IRS comes and says, hey, you owe us 800 bucks, you know, uh, I sell my Mickey Mantle, Mickey Mantle dog-eared baseball sure. card and I get my 800 bucks <laughs> and I pay them off. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting uh, how there are folks who, there's, you know, there's publishing is, is a big thing that yeah. I'm, I'm probably never going to touch, you know. Um, the one guy I know who makes a heck of a good living who went to Berkeley is a, he writes drum books, so he's a publisher. He publishes his drums, book, drums books. He pays his mortgage that way. He uh, raised a son and, mm. you know, has a car payment and he pays it all not by touring the world as a drummer but um you know um publishing these drum books and then those get uh, almost double published somebody buys the publishing rights for oh. that and um right it, you, you explain about economics of sound recording industry you know uh, a songwriter gets there is what you're talking about the publishing rights is yes. a songwriter uh, what do they call it? mechanical rights is what radio when you play on the radio yes but then people covering your song there's different revenue streams that come to somebody like say bob dylan who's yes. a songwriter uh it's just it's different revenue streams yes. because how many people have covered a dylan song you me, know? me yeah. in particular right. how, how fuzzy is that i never think of bob dylan's you know uh lawyer team say like uh we we heard you play so i played silvio last night which is a bob dylan yeah. song actually the lyrics are written by robert hunter of the grateful dead who was their lyricist i don't fear either of those entities coming and saying Hey, look! You know, you yeah. made you made two hundred dollars last night. You know, we this guy needs thirty dollars, and this guy needs thirty dollars. I would think at the level, it, I don't know this for right. fact. I know for commercials and stuff like those royalties are paid probably up front. But d does and I don't know if this is true or not. But if uh, Brad Paisley plays a Bob Dylan tune at Giant Stadium in front of seventy thousand people, does he pay for that? Yeah, yeah, he, he does. Because you can actually stop somebody from using your song, like Trump. Using recorded music, the songwriter yep. oh, yeah. can a lot of politicians the have right. gotten into that uh, very issue. Dylan, uh, as a performer, uh, was in the early '70s, didn't want to release some music, but he has this contract with Columbia, mm -hmm. and they want this released. So he invoked his rights as a songwriter to deny them to him as a performer, so he could get around from Columbia. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what he, is the card he pulled at the time. Now, yeah, so there are the different, and then mechanical rights are people covering or, or in the music. But you know, in a small bar, they've been a crackdown by uh, mm. BMI and ASCAP for people in, in a bar. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to pay for every song that's like played on a plate. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had a big crackdown on that. Then they had to give them an exemption for a certain level. But yeah, they send people in undercover. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? It's, it's wild. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah they do. Yep. Oh, on a higher level, I assume. What do you mean? Well, no, they they'll like, do a like sweep. Nashville downtown, Boston versus oh Manchester, Manchester, Manchester New Hampshire. Too. Trust me. Really? Oh yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, they, absolutely. Yeah, they have a they have some free somebody go in. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. Mike, am I hearing this correctly? Are you telling people to industry. give up on their dreams? No, not at all. <laughs> what would Grant Lampton say about this? If he had had a big song. Like the guy who wrote the My Sharona, every day he gets a che you know every week he gets a month he gets a check from that. Yeah. If you were a success as a songwriter. To answer your uh, question, yeah. Gonzo, <clears throat> I am not uh, giving up on my dream. I am uh, hitting the sewing machine and making a bigger cape, if you will. Yeah, so you when can. I pop into the phone booth, I will pop out with a bigger cape, perhaps update my uniform a little bit, give it a little bit more Marvel direction, 
you know, make my chest look a couple inches bigger. Ooh. So no, no, I am not giving up on this. It's an opportunity for me to learn more music as I'm basically. That's responsible of you. And I'm telling you to get to the mountaintop, you got to get knocked down a few times. That's just the process. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. You, Do you write your own to music? To be a 20 year overnight success yeah. takes 20 years. Right. You know? yeah. Right. And, and and to be fair, I I do write my own music. It, that's probably a um, you know a, a an eighth of the music that I perform. Okay. If you come to see me play, I as a bar musician, I play recognizable stuff on right. purpose. You know, some, some people want to hear Tom Petty, um, even while they're not looking at me, which is the majority of places I play. They're they're talking to people, chasing girls, chasing guys, watching the game or whatever, and they just want the the, the activity in the background. Um, the, the stuff that I'm written, nobody has ever, um, for better or worse, come to me and said, you know, what a great song, what a great pop song, other than people who are really interested in that, like, uh, you know, a couple of guys in these circles. Um, but uh, you, you, you play um, the hand jive, like I played last night, and a couple of guys with their uh, three-year-old girls get up and they start dancing the hand jive, and the, the moms start doing this and that. Um, but whoever wrote that, if the... Uh, Is it clapped? That's clapped and covered it. Or is that he, his He's song? covered it, yeah, but it's gone back to, you know, I've heard Wait, people that, say, oh, yeah, that's we'll... from the movie Grease, but that was a cover right. of Grease. Um, Probably one of those old blues guys who never, yeah. who never yeah, got, who never got paid. Yeah. By the way, uh, Tony Petralo in the chat says, didn't Bob Dylan just sell his music rights? I thought I heard that somewhere, and wow. for a lot of money. Yeah, I believe lot, that's right. A lot of these artists are um, uh, David Crosby. I just uh, heard mm -hmm. an interview with him on Howard Stern's show, and Crosby was talking about, you know, he suddenly found himself in a position where he couldn't tour, because of the pandemic, so he couldn't make any money, so he decided to sell his publishing. You know, he's like 80 years old. And YOLO, why not? Sell, sell the publishing, and now he's got, you know, plenty of money for the rest of his life, and right. he never asked to tour again if he but doesn't want to. I'd heard that, too, that Dylan sold, um, I believe, the majority, if not the entire catalog. I, I don't I don't know, but, yeah. you know, that that's a uh, pretty good shot in the arm, and I would imagine at Crosby and Dylan's age, you have a, a legacy to either relatives or, or children exactly. or, or wife yeah. or children or something that you want yes. to be able to leave something to, I would think you're living a pretty good, comfortable living at the time. That right. you're not like, I don't want him to shut the cable off or something, so I better sell my catalog. Um, but I did hear that Dylan did. I didn't know that uh, David Crosby had, who um, has some in incredible uh, songwriting credits himself. Uh, Deja Vu, I was listening to the other day by uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Love it. I don't believe it was And Young. It was Deja Vu was the album, but that's David Crosby. He's also in The Birds. That's right. And the birds uh, with McGuinn, they're still covered. A lot of their song, Eight Miles High. Yep. Song, yeah. yeah. Who went on to become uh, the Love and Spoonful in one form right. or another. But uh, that's the type of stuff you hear on Geico commercials now, yeah, you know, yeah. or, or yeah. whatever. Hey, Mike, when you, sorry, um, real quick, when you come back, um, do you, so what you're saying is you get to kind of placate to the audience and do the cup thing, and then you can sneak in a couple of originals. Like, would you feel like if i just came back and did all originals said screw it like that would have because i don't know i i what do you think guys think do you want to hear the hits or do you want to hear like some new stuff that someone comes up with i, I think the new stuff would be more engaging right i always love hearing original music yeah, but hearing I, something new but right? i also know it's hard you know you don't you don't get paid to i mean any musician will tell you it's hard to get paid doing original yeah, music right. i mean i mean i've been in bands that you know where, where we did mostly original music but and i i always preferred that but uh, it's hard to make money, whereas a cover band or, or, a, or a solo artist doing covers, you can actually make some really good money. Yeah, I, do, I just don't have the catalog of my own music uh, or other people's original music that I could beg, borrow, or steal, um, or beg or borrow. Um, 
you know, stealing his cover bands, you know, his yeah. cover music. But I, I can't, you know, I, I played three hours last night. I don't have the material for three hours worth of music. You know, yeah. I, I probably have five sound originals that I'm comfortable playing for people. And I'm still, you know, as musicians that are very self-conscious uh, that I've heard, I'm very self-conscious. You know, when I play Bob Dylan or Tom Petty, I'm like, somebody's going to recognize it and be like, great job, that's great. You know, if I play an original, people be like, I'd never heard it before. It's interesting. It's great, but yeah, uh, but that's, what, what's next? No one make. I don't feel like you're ever gonna get that. The people who make it are making it on their own stuff, aren't they? Like, but it depends on. Does anyone venue. go? That's a great cover. I want to sign you. No, they're like, I've never. That's a new sound. Like, right. You it know, depends like, on the venue, though. He's playing at a restaurant. I understand people that. Want that. Because they would have to stop and think about a new song. Well, John, that didn't yeah. work out for him, though, did it? <laughs> It did work out for two years. JK. No, it, it's two different channels of, of, right. of operation here. You know, yeah. it, it's almost like a, a character caricature artist, right? Um, you know, you can make a living, probably a decent living, you know, going to the county fair and, and uh, doing caricatures. Like but you, I, I suppose so. if you ever really wanted to pay the bills, you know, you want to make some massive beautiful piece of art that's completely original and you yeah. that's probably payola i'm sure guess. every character caricature artist is dying to just draw go off the edges you know and like yeah. go off but they need that 20 so they do what they're so supposed is, to so is that a good yeah. analogy or comparison that, no it, you know, it sounds I'm, like I'm, you got to make a decision with yeah it's not, it's a tough spot to be in right? yeah. you're just you're gonna you're starting again I'm I'm starting again, and and I, I may just go back. You know, I may take some time here to clear my head and say I need to learn forty more songs that include Crosby, Stills and Nash, Dylan, The Beatles, um, Gigi Allen, whatever. You yeah. know, I, I haven't put my head to it yet. I just what I was love? just fired last night. So, <laughs> see, I like how we're just cutting to the chase now. <laughs> well, you made that <laughs> so you were canned. No, I wasn't canned. I, it's a sabbatical. I like yeah. that. Uh, you know, working in higher education for a short period of time, uh, you know, they just, uh, well, let's let Mr. Smith go off to Portugal uh, yeah. uh, and get his act together or, you know. Uh, You've been uh, furloughed. If, but there you is go. that a little strong? Perfect. We've always, yeah. we've all been fired. I was fired. furloughed <laughs> three times. We've all been fired. But that's with pay, right? Furlough is with pay. Well, it depends. <laughs> yeah, it depends. I wasn't given the golden parachute <laughs> from the... <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to buy a sailboat like Cronkite did and go uh, cruise the harbor here for a couple of months. Well, a lot of people come in and bad mouth and talk crap. So I I think what you're doing is right on. So seems like you got a you're a stand up guy and uh, yeah, not many people can just go on the radio and say I got this to improve on. You know, Mm -hmm. like good good for you. Well, it's it's a perfect. not storm, but it's a perfect situation where I love the people over at Hopknot who have been nice enough to hire me for two years. I've been able to play whatever. I never at any point said, hey, Mike, could you make it a little more up-tempo? Mm. Could you make it more, you know, ambient music? And I got to go there and perform as 110% myself, but I just really didn't have the catalog of my own music. I could have played all my own music, and I don't think he would have said two bits. Um, I played a lot of um, Grateful Dead and Fish that... I'm going to guess Kenny has no idea what that catalog is. Yeah. Um, and got to mold my own show together. It was more, it was a performance to me that I got to play some stuff in the first set that, you know, rambled along, rambled along, and I got to get excited in the second set and break a sweat. And I got to do that of my own, you know, accord that uh, without him telling me what to do. So I feel very lucky to have two years of having that go on. 
Uh, my thing over at the Rover was an open mic that, I again, I felt lucky to do. I got up to play a little bit, and on a great night, I didn't have to play three quarters of the night, and I still got paid, <laughs> which was pretty cool. And when that ended, I was like, hey, it was a heck of a good run. Um, and I, you know, I may be back there. They, they're hiring musicians on Tuesday nights. Uh, the Tuesday nights I've been in there, it's not been very busy. Mm. And uh, to me, that's very depressing as a musician. Yeah. By the way, uh, Mike Palapita from Queen City Cabinetry in the uh, in the Facebook chat says, "I love the honesty. Everything always works out like destiny says it shall." Uh, very nice. And uh, DJ Midas also in the Facebook live chat says, "Great conversation." And uh, our friend uh, Rosanna also uh, was uh, complimenting uh, John Hopwood specifically earlier. Ooh, thank mm. you, Rosanna. Yes, yes. Swing. You know, Matt, That's just, the thing is about these long-form uh, conversation podcasts that, like, Rogan has and, like, mm-hmm. these people like Theo Vaughn that I like. Like, these people, they, they're, they're an open book, they're transparent, and it makes people feel like you're not just the only problem. You're not the only one that's ever been let go of something you like like you know as an artist i go through it it's not for everyone either you like me there's no middle ground for my stuff sure so it's like you know it's, it's refreshing to hear someone come in and say hey yeah i got i gotta go do a few things now you know yeah. i gotta grow what do you say you gotta go grow a beard or something grow yeah, a mustache. Or, 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 yeah grow, grow a mustache <laughs> yeah. Cut, my, cut my beard yeah um, so i mean it, it's nice to hear that to yeah. be honest you know i make jokes and all but like yeah we all have our insecurities and amen um, to hear someone talk about it, it doesn't make you feel like you're going through it alone. Right, right. Well, Which you've is, been commissioned to do artwork. I, I've seen it around town. Yeah, I've been you commissioned. And, w- and when it's done, it's decommissioned. done, right? <laughs> decommissioned. <laughs> like, I, you know, I've been canceled too, you know. Like, not everyone, like I said, it's not for everyone. And, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, to go on that thing, you know, Kenny never, you know, knew fish, but I bet you he, after two years, he knows fish now, right? He does, and yeah. he always he, so. his parting kind of comment to me. If he I'm opened his mind up a little bit, he said, "You know, I, w- I want you to be here. I like you to be here. You know, I've reached a little bit of a saturation point, and yeah. uh, it's going to be Two better years. for my music catalog, and it's going to be better for him oh, to hire somebody else and have them fail miserably." Um, <laughs> the, oh, the I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Kenny. Um, but it, it's refreshing. You got to be as as an artist, and I hope you agree, Gonzo, that you got to be blindly optimistic. You really do. And I would imagine, even as a radio show host, when you go into it, Matt, don't you almost have to be a little bit blindly optimistic that you know? Uh, I, I always approach music as like I'm jumping off a cliff here. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but I've got to think again. Uh, I learned this phrase from a guy I worked for many, many years ago that. Uh, one night he asked me, like, Mike, is this task going to be done? And I said, absolutely. He said, how do you know? And I didn't have an answer. And he said, blind optimism, right, Mike? And I <laughs> said, yes, sir. I guess it's blind optimism. And that's an okay thing, especially yeah. when it's y- your recreation. And, you know, I pay my bills through a variety of uh, other business purposes, and I- I'm very lucky to have that. Um, I- I've gotten to the point that I don't want to call my-, my art and my music just recreation, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't rely on it to... Um, you know, when Honda Financial Services come knocking, I don't say, hey, Kenny, look, I need a check because I got I to gotta pay the car company. Um, I have other means to do that. So it's, um, it, it is uh, recreation in that sense. Um, it, it, and I, I don't know if uh, any artist could chime in on this. I, I, I look at you, Matt, as an artist, and I look at you, Gonzo, obviously as an artist. But, you know, do you look to your art as a vehicle to... Yeah, well, I'm going, I'm going till I die on this. 
I, I mean, I'm lucky enough to have, you know. He made $240,000 last year. He talk, I'm, I'm going I'm going the distance, whether I die it doing it or not. But, He's going for speed. But not everyone can do that. <laughs> I, I do realize that, you know, yeah. it takes a supportive wife to have that option. Mm-hmm. Oh, is she paying I, the bills? Would you shut up? <laughs> what, I, what I wanted to say, though, nobody, people who go to a show and they're satisfied, you met their needs, you checked their boxes, they they left happy, drunk, full, and satisfied. They don't really go out of their way to say something about it. They just go and they say, hey, honey, that was fun. That guy was really good, huh? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, yeah. But they don't go up to the manager and let's just, you're not meeting the, like, so, like, you're probably getting an 80% feedback on positive, but if you're that. not hearing that. If that, yeah. You're hearing the two out of 10, so Kenny's getting the people who are only saying the negative stuff. No uh-huh. one's going out of their way to say, hey, man, this guy rocked because they're just happy. You checked their box. Mm, right it, on. No one calls customer service to say, hey, you're doing a hell of a job. They call to say something that's bugging them. Right. You know, it's in their DNA to, if it irks you, you, you comment about right. it. Right. But if it's like you're, you enjoyed it, you just kind of tell your wife, I had fun tonight and that guy was Agreed. good. And no one goes up right. to the guy and said, hey, that guy was good. You know what I mean? Right. So, so put a check mark in Is the yes Is that your spot. Uh, personal experience with your art that nobody ever says it's any good? <laughs> <laughs> you get the gist of what I'm saying. <laughs> it's kind of like gonzo gibberish, oh. but you know, well, well, I'm used to it by now. I will say as I'm an, trying it, to make him feel better about getting fired. <laughs> You're doing such a great job. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> I, I will say as an economics guy, I was the guy who went to the bartenders or the bar owner, the person handing me the check at the end of the night. Let's say, Kenny, say, did you guys do good tonight? Did, did everybody get paid? Um, and knowing that if they say, yeah, we did really good tonight or we did good tonight, um, I can kind of tell if I have a handful of buddies or people I know show up that I, I've covered my what I'm getting paid. I can kind of determine that. Same thing with an art show. If you go to an art show, the first thing someone asks you is, hey, how'd you do? They really? don't mean, did you meet someone cool and talk about art? They didn't mean, right. did you get everything set? Did you draw yeah. something cool? Did you sell the painting you wanted to? How much money did you make is right. what they're asking. Yeah. How'd you do? And yeah. I can I can spy a bar room and be like, if it's full, and even if I don't get a clap or they're not looking at me, if they're humming and, you know, Kenny, let's say, their unofficial close time is 9 o'clock. If we're pumping at 9.30 and I just finished playing and I play, um, you know, stuff off my iPad for another half an hour and people are still hung around, I feel I did my job and I feel great about it. It's not about, uh, about my ego. It's about did the venue make the money to pay me then everybody's happy. You know, I could be juggling cats at that point, you know, really, if, if people are hanging around. I've heard you play, and um, it's not your typical cover guy. So, I mean, I'd really love to see you go and do some originals because I think you have a unique sound. And to be unique, you got to play unique stuff, I think. Like, I, I appreciate that tip, and I'm going to take that to heart here as I um, sail around the harbor here the next month and uh, in my new sailboat. But I do have a free caricature I did of you, so... Oh. I will give that. It's only to you. twenty dollars. Oh, very nice. <laughs> it, 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 it's free. It's three free three installments of twenty dollars. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, DJ, Thank you very much. DJ Midas in the chat says, uh, "Difficult to ride the line between being creative and self-expressive while still meeting the listeners halfway." Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Mike Pelopita says, "My first DJing job was at my cousin's club down in Providence. The main crowd was from Johnson and Wales, and when he finally let me go, I ended up at his competition." right around the corner uh we don't know what the next place we land will be but 
uh, that place is the next, uh, that place, the next step begins. Yep, absolutely. You can't get to the next place until you're flying. Right. Yeah, Vine to Vine, man. We're Tarzan through the jungle here, and... um, Manchester is such a microcosm here that it's it's not really that it's not New York City and most people know each other and sometimes people don't like the next place you go uh, personality wise of who owns it but most people especially Kenny is like hey if you can go make a buck somewhere else God bless you go make mm-hmm. a buck somewhere else mm-hmm. um, it, it's not about um, it's not about ego and it, at least I've tried to make it not about and I I know Kenny well enough that I was able to have a conversation and a hug and. Uh, you know, I went to fist bump and and shake his hand at the end of it, to like good business, and we ended up hugging each other. Oh. It's not about. Um, yeah, and I, I I'm able to tell him like, dude, you're not depriving me of my NFL Sunday ticket this fall. You know, right, it's right. Uh, it's his pocket money, and yeah, um, if That's I was able to keep people there. To be in for him, it's a tough spot for him to be in. Yeah, yeah, and I feel I can feel that from him. You know, it was it was harder for him to say, hey, it's time for the next step, than it was for me to say, hey, look, you know, I can. I could go play in Veterans Park with my guitar case out in front of me and might make a few bucks more on a on a Sunday evening, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know, that's not what I do, but it's that wasn't what was in my head and he's a professional and I've got to tell you Manchester and the Hopknot and Kenny and family, I love you guys. I will be back. Um it's it's a, it's a matter of time yeah. and I will I do want to plug myself in our limited time here because I think sure. we're up against the end here that the 24th, I believe uh or the tw- yeah, the 24th is this Friday and that will be my um sabbatical show and i invite everybody to come down it's going to be special i'm going to play some uh, goofy stuff uh i've yet to rent a smoke machine or a bubble machine <laughs> or something like that but I, I want to do something special and if you've not seen me before please come down and uh say hello or goodbye uh for the short term here i'll yeah. come and, and let's go 24 pres- yeah it's this friday yeah from okay. about 7 15 to 9 15 and uh, he he's been such a sweetheart to let me drift. He's not like you know. It's it's nine o'clock. Why aren't you playing? He's, yeah, yeah. You know, let's let's keep it rolling and let's keep it relaxed. Especially the Hop Knot uh, over on One Thousand Elm Street is just a, a chill place. Yeah, absolutely. Matt, wouldn't you agree as an artist yourself um, that you can kind of see it for a few weeks coming down the road? Though, like I felt, oh, no, I could always <laughs> so, feel like when I'm about to get canceled, and well, it think seems like the tone change. Something changes where you pick up on it. And you can kind of see what's happening. Well, in my case, even though they always act like it's not. So I've never, I've never had a, a steady gig as an artist where I was in a band that played, you know, a venue consistently. Because I, I've never done covers; it's original music, so you're not going to play the same venues. But, um, but I have been in situations where, as a promoter, you know, like I used to. If you guys remember the old Uptown Tavern, hell yeah, um, I was one of the promoters there who would, you know, for a while I had every weekend. Um, and, uh, yeah, sometimes when you're in that position, you kind of feel like, you know, and I know who the owner is and I bet you can tell by his look one day that things are a little different, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's hard to tell cause he's got a great poker. God face. bless the old Optone. I cut my teeth there with, uh, I played with a uh, little-known fellow most people don't know of named Josh Logan one night. Oh, of course. <laughs> yes. And, uh, many years later, you know, he ends up on TV in Hollywood yep. and, uh, yep. I don't know what he's doing now. Uh, I wish him luck. He's the guy that put his time in. I mean, he, like you mm-hmm. said, he would let me come up there and sing, um, like, um, oh, good God, Seeger. Like, like he'd play and I sing. Like, really? what a what a disgrace. And uh, <laughs> but he would do that for years, and then he got his break, you know. And um, you mean you've been hanging on to other people all this time too? You know what I did? I did "Life's Been Good" by Joe Walsh. That was my yeah. Go-to. Oh, okay. Right. Which is a long song. High, yeah. yeah, high too. It's too high. Yeah, yeah. I got a party. 
Please. Was that the chaser to get a new uh, gr- crowd in? Go write something for Perez Hilton. Dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you lost your well, license. The whole, point, it, the whole just, point is we're all losers here, and no, we're that's all not the, the one. same. The thing <laughs> is, is after two years, you know, usually places have people rotating in and out. Yeah. So that you did two years is is awesome. It's you know? awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. But when you're Normally, you know, there's a rotation of artists. So yeah, of yeah. course. Of so course. this, uh, like the seasons, this came to an end now. But you'll be back, and there's plenty of places yeah. to play too. Do you As have... you had a gig last night. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, do you have any other shows coming up, or uh, or? I don't. I had the one last night, and um, I do have the 24th, as I mentioned here across the street. Uh, my uh, semi farewell at the Hop Knot. Um, other than that, I'm I'm going to start uh, hitting the phone. I haven't hit the phone for two years. You know, mm. I've got to hit the phones and start sending out some packages. I got some great advice from a friend last night about a place called the Long Blue Cat and breweries like that. Yeah. They are no- they are normally open to taking a solo acoustic artist. Yeah. Uh, we're we're cheaper and um, we tend to play against stuff that's background kind of pleasant right. music. So I'm very optimistic, but I haven't even made the bloody phone calls. I know friends who play down that's, at Stark and that's the thing. Um, you know, there's marketing a lot of yourself small... is so hard to do. And it's like, you don't want to do that. You want to focus on the art. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like that's what, you know, like, like a Gorman, he's great at that stuff, you yeah. know? And it's just like, it, most, most artists have a hard time doing that and it kind of, hits them against the wall you know oh yeah Yeah. absolutely well we are up against the clock we got to wrap up mike thank you so much my pleasure man that was a great great uh thank you guys i appreciate you listening to me absolutely and of course mike will be as grant lampton friday night at the hop knot in the brady sullivan right across the street at 1000 elm street the hop knot on elm uh gonzo you got anything you wanted to plug yeah i think we should let him keep up keep the sign up on the wall still yes okay Okay. i appreciate that Um, kenny made that sign for me by the way yeah yeah I'd like I'd like to plug um, Friday the twenty fourth. Go to the Hot Knot and see Grant Lampton go out in style. There you go, there you go, and uh, don't forget to uh, check out this week's Ward Thirteen when it goes up on the YouTube. Oh, it's a good one with uh, John Hopwood <laughs> and Gonzo, and it sounds like it was a good one. It's a good one. It's actually related to Grant Grant Lampton, but we can't say how. Oh no, yeah. kidding! Oh, interesting, interesting. Because right. of who be you t- imitated. Uh, uh-huh. Oh. I will be tuning in. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> now, is this recorded or is it live? Oh, it's recorded. Okay, we already okay. did it so live. So don't call in. Okay. Put a good word yeah. in for me. <laughs> Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub. A modern shower conversion. A seamless new wall. All done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers. Delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition. No mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required.